Blog Talk Radio.
of, of what goes on, who's coming or who's going, but that the word of God must be preached in these last days. This is the only answer for men. This is the only, when I say men, I mean mankind. This is the only answer for people today is Jesus Christ and him crucified. He must be lifted up. He must be preached. He must have a presence in the house of God once again. The Holy Ghost must rule and reign from the pulpit down once again in the body of Christ. I don't believe that God meant for there to be so many divisions in the word of God. The Bible says a house divided will not stand. I see in these last days many arguments and protests and things going on right within the body of Christ and no one can get on the same page. But I believe today if we go back to preaching Jesus Christ and him crucified, all things will work out because it's all about him. Because he says in these last days that God is speaking by his son, by the Messiah, the one that came and lived and died and was resurrected on the third day and ascended and is sitting by the right hand of majesty and power right now making intercession for me and for you and is soon coming back this same Jesus you see ascending in like manner the Bible says will descend these are things that's going to happen I believe the church and the world as a whole has been lulled to sleep Jesus warned in Matthew 24, he said, there will be a great spirit of deception come on the world in these last days, that the very elect be deceived if possible. The Bible says many will give heed to, to doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. Many will adopt isms and schisms outside of the word of God. Many will come into the house of God who will be wolves in sheep's clothing. The Bible says try the spirits and see if they be of God. Mark those that labor among you say well this is harsh this is not being open-minded no this is the protection that the holy ghost provides with the spirit of discernment and according to the word of god that's the measuring tape that's the test bench if people speak outside of the word of god then the bible says that they are false prophets plainly spoken so in today which we live God said that Jesus Christ has been appointed the heir of all things. Also, he made the world. That Jesus Christ is the creator. All things were made by him and for him. When Pilate stood in the judgment hall, he stood a few feet from the creator himself manifested in flesh. Because Jesus Christ, being the son of the living God, was God in Incarnate. Yes, he was deity. He was all deity. He was all God, but he was all man. It took a man to pay the price for one man's sin coming to the world, meaning Adam. But through the second Adam, men are once again reconciled back to God. We being aliens and we being men and women that's going astray, we're called back by the power and by the spirit of God. So the word of God says here that up all upholding all things by the word of his power listen he by himself purged our sins for at the shedding of blood the bible says there is no remission of sin we need to get back to the message of the blood that was shed on the cross 2,000 years ago we sing the song there's power power wonder working power in the blood of the lamb you can't take the blood out of this message if you do that there remains no more sacrifice for sin and the bible says he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high the bible says one day the kings of this world 
shall become the kingdoms of God and his Christ, where he shall make his enemy his footstools. We go to chapter 2, and the writer is speaking. He says in verse 1, chapter 2, Therefore we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip away. This gives the picture of a ring slipping off a finger. The ring in modern day world, in the Western world, is a sign of the marriage covenant. God is a covenant God. Me and you live under the everlasting covenant. This covenant shall never, ever be broken. Nothing can change the covenant that was sealed and cut at the cross 2,000 years ago. But he says we need to get back to this. We need to give more earnest heed to the teachings. We can't afford to be beguiled and led into different isms and sisms in these last days. We can't afford to be led into a compromising position. For preachers in the pulpit today, be them men or women, we are called in these last days to this generation to preach a truth. Because the Bible says without the knowledge of that truth, men cannot be set free. We live in a life full of, we live in a world full of deception and lies. Men manipulate. The Bible says they will deceive and be deceived in these last days. But the only thing that's going to be the antidote for this deception is when men and women get a hold of the truth of God and hold on to them and don't let them slip. Give more earnest heed. Because your redemption draws nigh. The times dictate and demand that we preach the gospel uncompromised in these last days. And I'm going to tell you something this morning. We don't hear that preached a lot, but it's going to cost you something. Because the Bible says much given, much required. I know what the Bible says, his yoke is light. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And he'll make a way. But we must take on the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible says the world hates him, so they'll hate us. The Bible says they persecuted him, so they will persecute us. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Peter said, think it not strange of the fiery trials that you go through for the cause of the gospel, for you're persecuted, the Bible says, for the word's sake. He said, give more earnest heed to those things which we have heard, the teaching. Go back to the basics. Go back to uh, so many, they use the term, go back to whatever is 101. Go back to gospel 101. Put Jesus back in the gospel again. Put him in everything that we do and we hear and we say. Every time we preach the word, we preach from the aspect of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Even in Old Testament, because we, as we spoke before, that he was concealed in that Old Testament. He says in verse 2, For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. This gives back that even the law, when the law was given, that the angels were involved in the giving of the law to the children of Israel from the man named Moses. Verse 3, how, listen, shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. We can't afford to ignore what we know. Much given, much required. 
much given, much required. We can't leave the basics of the gospel, the basics of salvation, the basics of the Christian message, which is based upon Jesus Christ and him crucified. He said, how shall we escape? How shall we be delivered? How shall we be set free? Is there any other way for men to be totally delivered and set free? There's, yes, there's, there, there are false things going on in the world. There are pseudo-deliverances today. That even saint in the Bible says, we've been studying the book of what revelation, and we, we find out that even the false prophet and, and, and the beast will work signs and wonders and miracles, but there'll be no longevity to this thing. Those that the, that the son set free is free indeed. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, by the preaching of the gospel? How shall they hear unless a preacher is sent? For faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Verse 4, God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Gifts of the Holy Ghost. Now, Paul taught 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that there are nine spiritual gifts that are set in the body of Christ to operate in decency and in order, to be beneficial to the body of Christ, never to lift up a man, point to Jesus Christ, but one spirit, one spirit, one word, one God. The gifts of the Spirit, how are they distributed? Is the fivefold ministry still in effect today, as laid out in Ephesians chapter 4? It certainly is. Miracles did not die out with the apostles. God said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. But the gifts are according to his own will, as needed in the body of Christ. So how can we neglect? How can we neglect when the Spirit of God wants to come into our services and take control, when men sometimes grieve the Holy Ghost by not allowing the Holy Ghost to have full rule and reign in their services. We are not to be seen or heard. Come into the body of Christ and come into our services, preach behind pulpits to, to lift up Jesus Christ, to preach the gospel, hide ourselves behind the cross, humble yourself before God, and in due time you shall be exalted. So how, how do we posture ourselves? What's the posture we should take in the days in which we live? Obviously, search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. The days are short. I must redeem the time, the days because the times and the days are evil, he says. Hebrews chapter 12, wrapping up here. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin. He's talking to believers here. Which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Seeing also that we are compassed or surrounded by 
so great a cloud of witness for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gives us the spirit of prophecy. Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And we are combat we are compassed and we are dealt with by this spirit. And a cloud of witness of those that's gone before us and those today that that name the name of Jesus. Because we see all these things. And because we should discern the times. And because we should be guarding our heart because out of the heart proceeds the issues of life. That we should be doing, make a conscious decision to lay aside every weight and the sin. The weights most of the time begat sins which to so easily now beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. <clears throat> Paul said, I've kept the faith. I've run my race. He said, I'm ready to be offered. I've done everything I know to do. I've, I've, I've heard it said that this race is certainly not a sprint, but a, a marathon. It says in verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who do we look to today? Who should be our focus? Who should sit on the throne of our heart? <clears throat> Who should be ruling and reigning in our life? Who should be motivating us, influencing us, but the Holy Spirit sent by Jesus Christ that leads us and guides us into all of his truth and all of his righteousness? He tells us to repent, do our first works over. He tells us to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. Verse 2 said, looking unto Jesus. Who do we look to? Jesus, only him. The author or the authority and finisher of our faith who for joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. He's the beginning of our faith. He's the ending of our faith. He is the completion that which we have committed unto him. He is able to keep against, verse 3 says, For consider him that endures us contradicting of sinners against himself, lest he be wearied and faint in your minds. Hmm. The battleground certainly is the mind. So we need to give more earnest heed. We need to know that this day and hour that we don't live under the law, the law by, by, has not been eradicated, it's been fulfilled. We look unto the author and the finisher of our faith, which is Jesus Christ. But there's things we must do. Joshua said, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. That's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. The prophet said, how long will you be halted between two opinions? In the book of Revelation to the church at Laodicea, why are you lukewarm? I'd rather you be hot or cold because if you be lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. And the church said, which I believe I believe depicts the modern day church, said we have need of nothing. But yet he said, you're blind and you're poor and you're naked. You're wanting. Because you've put things above me. Because you've trusted in lying wonders. Because you've leaned on the arm of flesh. Because you have been beguiled 
by isms and schisms and, and a path of least resistance. In this walk, you will meet up with resistance. Satan is the accuser of the brethren, the resistor. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities and wickedness in high places. If you are a Christian today, then you are certainly involved in a warfare. But the Bible says put you on the whole armor of God. Beware of the wiles of the devil. Make it not strange of the fire trials. Jesus said, Behold, I give you power over all power of the devil. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. But that doesn't mean there won't be a battle. So we need to let the Holy Ghost check us out. As the psalmist David says, search me, O Lord, and whatever you find in me that's not pleasing, remove it from my life. He says, take not thy Holy Spirit from me and return unto me the joy of my salvation. Just knowing that it's okay. Just knowing this little man penned the song, it's well, it's well with my soul. Paul said, I'm persuaded nothing shall separate me from the love of God. We're, going, we're 20 days into the new year, and I'm sure everybody's made resolutions. But shouldn't one of them be this day to draw closer to the Lord? Draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. See, this is personal. We worship corporately, but we serve one-on-one most of the time. He deals with us as individuals. Search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. And the Holy Ghost is gracious and kind enough to reveal unto us our sins. That we take it before the Lord and the blood of Jesus washes us thoroughly from our sins. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I heard people say, I don't sin. Well, you just did. You lied. All of sin to come short of the glory of God. We need him. We need him for our justification. We certainly need him for our progressive sanctification. And we're going to need him for the soon coming glorification. By no means, he said, will any, anything or anybody pluck you out of my hands. But we must do something. It's not by works, no. It's by faith. Press toward the high mark of the high call, which is in Christ Jesus. Laying those things aside, those weights that should so easily beset us. And then look unto the author and the finisher of our faith, which is Jesus Christ. I believe this is the Holy Spirit's challenge in these days as he draws us aside, as he draws us with loving compassion. The times he even chastises us because he chastises those that he loves. And most of all, he'll keep us. He'll keep us. He'll keep us. He said, by no means to anything separate me from the love of God, Paul said. He went on to say, principalities, powers, isms, systems, whatever it might be, nothing shall pry me out of the hand of God. Because I've got a made-up mind, he said, that that which I commit unto him, he is able to keep against that day. He's here for our help. The Holy Spirit's a helpmate. The Holy Spirit's our comforter, our leader, our guider, our teacher. And he certainly 
needs to be allowed to function in the modern day body of Christ. The Old Testament church, not the Old Testament, the New Testament church, I'm sorry. That was founded on the day of Pentecost. was totally led by the Spirit of God. They sought God before they did anything. Yes, they had councils. We read they had councils and they had meetings. But God was in charge. And he was the final word. So I ask the question, is he the final word in your life? Or are you seeking something else? It's not always easy to serve God. It's not always easy to to uh, uh, to grab hold of the gospel and believe it and act upon it. There are paths of least resistance that sometimes we want to take. But at the end of that path, a wide road, the Bible declares, that leads to destruction. Narrowness causes pressure. And in this world, you're going to have pressure because of the enemy. But if you look unto the author and the finisher, the beginning of your faith, and the ending of your faith, the Alpha and Omega, the one who went to the cross, the one who endured contradiction of sinners. He said, look unto him, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. Be not weary, the Bible declares, in well-doing. Let the Holy Ghost challenge you today. Give total credence unto give total, completely submit yourself unto God. Submit Submit, 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 and resist the devil. He will flee from you. I believe this is the day that people, and even Christians, they have strongholds in their lives. Yes, yes, Christians have strongholds. That if we follow the leads and we humble ourselves and yield ourselves under the Holy Spirit, that he'll bring healing to our minds, our bodies, our spirits. He'll give us that no so Salvation, and we can sing that song. It is well, it is well with my soul. If you don't know Jesus Christ today, if you're struggling in your life with something, which most of us are, just to be honest, come on. I've seen perfect Christians. Yield your members. Yield yourself unto him. Follow the words of this book. Know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Give more earnest heed unto the gospel. Lay aside every weight of sin that does so easily be says, Look unto the author and the finisher of your faith, which is Jesus Christ. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Make a conscious decision to repent and turn and go in a different direction. He will give you power. So the Bible says wonder work power. The song says wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. He's everything today. He's the soon coming king. He's king of kings and lord of lords. All power and all dominions be given unto him. And you can yield yourself to this perfect one today. And he says, by no means will I cast you out, but I'll help you. I'll help you. I would that none would perish. I would that you'd prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. He's here to help. Not to condemn, not to strike you with lightning, not to beat you over the head, but to help. Come unto me, either heavy laden in labor, and I will give you rest. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word today. We've tried, Lord, the best we can, Lord, and we know, Lord, it's your word. It's not my words, it's your word. Let us, let us set up on the minds and the hearts of the people and let it be saturated today, Lord, and let them heed under your word. Let your spirit bring conviction, God. 
and joy and peace and healing and deliverance and salvation, Lord. Because the days are so short. Lord, you said there's coming a day of those who are holy shall remain holy and those who are filthy shall remain filthy. We're coming down to the end of all things. End of time as we know it. Lord, don't let us be warning. Let our let our wicks be trimmed and let our let our lamps be full of oil. We ask for your help today, Lord. Touch those today, Lord, struggling in the lives, whatever it might be, Lord. Save their souls. Heal the chronic illnesses, Lord. Deliver from addiction, perversion, whatever it might be, Lord. In Jesus' name, deliver and set free for your glory that you might be lifted up of all men. I'll be drawn into you. That you are the author and the finisher of our faith. The Bible says you went to the cross with joy because you've come to save us. You're the mediator between God and man. It was manifested for this reason that you might destroy the works of the devil. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up for Jesus is coming soon.